gripping episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast on the internet that is this podcast. I am one half of your hosts, Adam Slater, and I am joined today, as usual, by the second half of the host, John Stengel. No, I think it's a third now because you got a third microphone. By the way, we didn't have our initial like twenty minutes of nonsense talk uh, that we usually have prior to well, pre-recording. Instead, <laughs> Felton had me researching yeah. graphics. Um, he threw a problem at me just as we walked in here. <laughs> I so put my because of to that, I, I have cut off half of his sound, so he is only going to be in monotone. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, we finally have a mic for Felton. Felton, say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> um, so finally, we will not. Our producer will not just be a, a faint distance in the back, like uh, like the conscious that you're trying to suppress. I kind of so, enjoyed being in the background, so that way it was, was kind of like I was, I, I was, like your subconscious. Right, right, right. Really. You are you are our Jiminy Cricket, is essentially what I'm getting at. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> the grasshopper from Pinocchio. How do you not know? I've never seen Pinocchio. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. <sighs> is, is this is this uh, Winnie the Pooh's friend? Yeah, it's Winnie the Pooh's friend. You people. What? What? what who is Jiminy Cricket? Jiminy Cricket is is. I know he's a cricket. I got okay. that part. <laughs> he's Pinocchio's conscience. He oh, he, he 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 doesn't exist. No, no, he does. But Pinocchio didn't have a conscience. Because he doesn't have a brain. Well, because he was made of wood, and then he got turned into a real boy. Which, by but the he way, didn't have I, a conscience. Well, he didn't have one, so Jiminy Cricket decided to be. By the way, I, I have lots of things to say about Pinocchio, but that'll have to be for a different podcast, I think, because I think I'm already pushing the boundaries of Pinocchio knowledge with the two of you. No, unless if it's Moana, I can't help you out. I did get the Geico commercial, where the guy was doing the uh, the uh, self help seminar. And his nose kept, it was Pinocchio no, doing a self-help seminar. He's like, I believe in you people. And the nose he's I haven't along. seen that. That's oh, good. Boy. <laughs> it just gets gross. That's good. And you. And you. So. <laughs> it's one of the better ones. Yeah. they. The Casper one is pretty funny now. Have you seen a Casper one? I yeah. saw it on the television as I was eating lunch today, but it was oh. at a at a restaurant, so I. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Casper one's pretty good. I think yeah. they're 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 advertising people. I think we need to get them to advertise our podcast. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they've been. They don't disappoint. And I think they have unlimited licensing budget because they can license anything. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they they really really can. They, I, I'm always surprised at how quickly they turn out new ideas for ads, like. Because I mean, they've like they've they, you're right right they've got the gecko, they've got they had the caveman for a while, but like for the past several years, it's just been like one-off joke commercials, like one-off. But things, yeah, and, and it's great. But is there another business that has consistently funny commercials than insurance companies? Like the yeah. li- the Liberty Mutual ones are pretty funny, it's, you know, a good portion of them. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The out of work actor one is hilarious the first time you see it when you see all the. Oh, oh yeah yeah. The um, I'm Chris Paul. The Chris Paul one with State Farm. Those are hilarious. Yeah, those yeah. are good. State Farm. Uh, and Progressive has the f- some funny ones. Uh, farmers. The Farmers guy. The are We they, Are Farmers. Are they funny? Oh, funny yeah. Th- I don't think they're funny, though. I think they're funny. The, the, the guy from Law and Order? Yeah, the little dry. Yeah, the <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this is 
again, we didn't have our 20 minutes of, of BS at the beginning, so we're doing it now. I am so excited. This is the first podcast that we get to record in October. And you know what that means, Drew. It is officially spooky season. It's spooky season. It's yeah. autumn. <laughs> it is. It is autumn. What, yes. what are you? What, what are you going to be for Halloween this year? Um, I haven't decided yet. I, we ha- we've. I've got a couple ideas. Um, my wife and I were thinking about being the robbers from the first Home Alone movie. But like at the end of the movie, after they've gotten all jacked up and like burned and stuff like that, that'd be a lot of fun to be. Speaking of, speaking of Joe Pesci. Yeah. I found myself in Newton County, Georgia yesterday. Okay. Which, by the way, is where they filmed, they filmed my cousin my Vinny. My cousin Vinny there, yeah. Yeah. So I was, I, I was, I walked right past the old courthouse where, uh, yeah, uh, where that took place. So. Huge. Yeah. So that's my that's my uh, my big fun story today <laughs> is that I, I found the courthouse. That's awesome, though. I love that movie. I think it's underrated, actually. I think it's pretty well rated. I think it's a pretty, a pretty. You think so? It's, it's one of those classic movies. Felton, you like that movie, don't you? It was okay. It was, oh see, come on! See, okay. see, it was not like it, everyone tell it was down. It, it was the Karate Kid's <laughs> departure from karate. <laughs> it was okay. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit better, but it was it was okay. Right. Do you think uh, it was? Do you think it was overhyped? Is that where you're at? No, I, I just it just I. I I didn't find it as funny as everyone else. Hmm. Right. Everyone was like gut busted, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's chuckle." Yeah. <laughs> but the suit, he gets the suit, and it's great. See, I, if a movie doesn't impress me, uh-huh. I, I, I delete it from my from your memory bank. Memory bank, mm. memory bank just the two <laughs> That's a better tactic than mine because I have this thing where sometimes stuff that I hate just sits in there forever, and I can't get. It's not healthy. It's no, not healthy. it's not. Yeah. It's very unhealthy. You start um, thinking of a scene and just get raged. So that's the key to password security. Mm-hmm. You just get a password you hate. It's really complicated, and then you won't forget it. That's possible. Mm-hmm. That's entirely possible. So, all right. Well, look, look let's, we, can, we can sort of get into it. I, I, something I saw earlier this week, um, I saw an article this week that I thought was really interesting, um, and it mentioned that... Uh, at-home workers are like something like 50 or 60 percent less likely to report um, tech issues to the company, and so like the just the the gist of the article was that basically they were like letting their stuff you know deteriorate, break. Um, but the part that jumped out, obviously, for purposes of this conversation, was their security. They were letting it get lax on their own. And so what I started to think And probably lapsing some licenses too. To right, to right. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that I that I um that 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 I keyed on was that I think we it is such a challenge to get everyone in an organization on board with security. Like and I think that like that that's a real challenge and like like you know we as security people are excited. Um, you can get a lot of your IT people excited. You might be able to get a couple of other people in the organization will realize the importance of it. But I think that that challenge of getting everybody on board with it is, I, I, I think, I just think it's a huge hurdle. Um, so what do you do? 
So what you back to your that? point about people reporting security instances while working from home. I had this conversation this morning in a meeting I attended and uh, has to do with how many people do you think actually report when they think they've done something wrong? Like, isn't there an embarrassment factor if somebody in accounting clicks on a link or, or you know, got curious for, for 10 seconds and said, oh, pictures of... <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I Check mean, out this cute dog, yeah. What, or I was thinking yeah. of something else. But <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> But um, how many of those people do you think actually report when something happens? And um, I guess my I'll turn it back on you. Yeah. Would you report it? Or Felton, would, would, would you report it? I, I think Felton would. Let's say worker, right? If it, hap <laughs> if it happened here or at home. See, How about here or at home with a work computer? I think I would be more inclined here at home. I think the embarrassment factor might be a little higher, but also the fact that IT isn't like, I can't just walk over to IT and say, hey, I, you know, I messed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think it, it might take a little bit longer, in all honesty. No, no, that's, that that's, that's fine. I, I just think that it's like. So we had a situation I think, I think, this week. I'll just give you an example. So okay. we had a situation this week where we had to reload a computer here. Somebody here yep. had to reload a computer because the computer was just having a problem. And it's a problem that shouldn't exist right? Um, in this day and age. And it's sort of like, okay, well, this is happening. Let's just reload it. We don't really see anything else. It's like, I wonder. Right. Was something something done? Oh, <laughs> the reason why this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just sort of started that the evidence wasn't falling in line with a normal software crash, right? Right, right. So back to back to my question. Well, to yeah. You. So I, I think that because I work here, I report, I report it. But I know that I definitely have that mentality, and I have to like fight against that mentality of like, I think, and I think most people do. Like you, you mess up, you know, you mess up, and it's like. All right, I messed up. I know I messed up. I know what what not to do next time. That's all anyone needs to know. Like you know what I mean? Where, but, but <laughs> we need to parade you in front of the right, <laughs> right. Then it's make an example. Out of you. <laughs> Bring out the whipping post. No, I just I I I know that I have to fight against that mentality. Working here, it's easier because it's you know this is what we do is we fix these kinds of issues. So um, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Okay. So back, back, I mean, this has been 20 years ago uh, when I was first starting my career. And uh, one of my relatives, I won't say who or what relation. Um, I'm sure all my family listens to this. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want them guessing. But it was a family member. And we were at a family event. And they knew that I worked in computers, as they would probably have said it yes. back then. And so relative comes up to me and says, I, I, I explain something to me. I, I go to this website and it says it's free, but then it keeps asking me for my credit card. <laughs> yeah. But I don't understand. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't go to that. Don't go to that. Don't site. go to yeah, that. Don't site. Just stop going. Stop like. <laughs> you gotta stop clicking on it. <laughs> You also, I really want to see what's on the other and, side. But there was no idea yeah. that yeah. that would have been an embarrassing embarrassing question to be asking a yeah. relative at a family event yeah. on Christmas, most likely, or 
or whatever it was. Or like, you know, the, is, it, is it possible for someone to hack into your computer and download a bunch of uh, porn onto it? Is that possible? Can that, can that happen? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that it happened to me. I'm just wondering. We had a situation one time that we were, we were doing a security assessment. And uh, in the course of the security assessment, we actually got into a computer. and ended up being the computer of the IT manager. I think was his title at the time was the yeah. IT manager. Well, we're going through there to see if we see anything of value so we can say, hey, we found this unsecured file. So what we did find was his porn stash. Like, <laughs> I mean, like gigs and gigs and gigs of his <laughs> pornography. Giggity, giggity. So we brought it to we brought the, it to the attention of the supervisor, saying, just so you know, this is on the computer. Like, we right. didn't look at all the images, but there's liability here if yeah. this were to be seen or whatever. Yeah. So he says, well, I'm going to talk to the IT manager. He goes to the IT manager. The story gets better. I love, I love, it's my favorite part of the story. <laughs> He, guy comes back to us and says, yeah, we spoke with the IT manager. He said that was something that was accidentally left in his folder at his old employer. So when he came here, he brought all that data over with him. Oh, my gosh. And it came over. I'm like, I don't know which one is worse. <laughs> I mean, it, right. Why, was, like, why would he have that at his so old he, employer? But worse, the second, you found that believable that – that was how the porn got there. And second, you're okay with him bringing over data from another right. company. So, what if he leaves here? Yeah. yeah. I'm not evil. I'm just completely <laughs> incompetent. Like, <laughs> so he has a track record. He has, he has history yeah. of us. Uh, yeah. And, and so I don't know why he went down that road except to say, like, uh, we were talking about the porn thing. But, um, yeah. So my, my, my thought is if you're in IT and you do something stupid, no, I don't think you report it. I think if you're at home and you click something and, and, and I don't think you report it unless your computer stops working. And even then, I think you start blaming the computer and I go, this company never gets anything. <laughs> okay, for a by second, the way, I was people, very worried. By, by the way, people, your computers are slow because we have to put security <laughs> software on there to protect it from you. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I think that, you know, one of the things that we started doing, um, is we started, when, when we talk to some of our clients, we tell them to incentivize people who find phishing emails, right? The, to report, we, try to, we tell them to incentivize people reporting them with like, you know, $10 Starbucks gift cards or whatever it is. And we've seen success in that. I just, I, I'm, I just, there has to be a way to, expand that out and i don't know if it can be just ten dollar gift cards for everything you know well, well people will start um so <laughs> start <laughs> fishing their own yeah. go home right. create, a, create a <laughs> gmail account <laughs> uh, you gotta be careful five minutes late to work every day you can send it out your own <laughs> i think it shows a couple of things that i think is interesting from phishing tests is that let's say we send out a we, we do a phishing campaign and we send it out to say two two hundred people right and it's a, it's a really relatively rough company, and 120 people click on a link. Okay. 30 people, you know, report it to the IT department. Mm -hmm. You never hear from the other 50. Yeah. Every single yeah. time this happens, you don't hear from the other 50. So what do you think happens to those other, uh, that, that, that other, what is that, it's 25%. What do you think happens to those 25% of those messages? Either people don't read their emails, right. or they just discard it and move on. 
which is what I would do. I don't think I would report every phishing. Sometimes, like, if I get one, I'll send a joke to our email security guy and say, ha, slip one past you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people just ignore them. I think they just completely ignore a lot of the messages in their inbox that they don't get, which I think is just as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, oh, whatever. I don't need app development. Like, I'm yeah. just going to ignore it. Yeah, I have, I have – it's not phishing, but I have so much spam that, like, I just don't. Like, it, what, it's, it's so much easier for me to just click X than, you know, forward and open a ticket or whatever. Um, uh, and I just – I think that that's – you know, I, I don't know if that's necessarily best practices, but um, – you know, if, if it's, if I don't interact with it in any way, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I think if you have an act, if you're, if your company has an active fishing training program and yeah. they're used to being tested. Yeah. Um, I have found that your reporting goes up because you're like, ah, yep. Yeah. You must've got so-and-so like, Oh, John, you got me. Yeah. Like, Oh, I wasn't doing <laughs> but thanks for letting me. us know. Yeah. But I have found that it's more comfortable the more you talk about it. I think if the security components of the company live in the shadows, I think people get afraid. Yeah. If it's some ominous group or if it's somebody who doesn't really talk a lot or who yeah. works remotely, you know, it's in a direct connection, it does not get reported Yeah. in most cases. Unless it causes some work issue that we, that we, and we, and we, and we analyze and we go back and we figure it out. I think it doesn't get reported. But if you're active, if your security team is active inside your organization, yeah. you're visual, and you say, listen, there's no shame here to report this. There's no, right. It's not like going to the doctor and saying, I need an antibiotic. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> well, what hurts? I don't want to. Don't, don't, no, just don't trust me. <laughs> Seen it before. Just give me the antibiotic. <laughs> right. <laughs> give me the same thing you gave me last time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just copy and paste the last prescription. It Penicillin. Works. Penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> One but more that, and I get a free one. <laughs> but that shame exists all all in society, and it exists inside yeah. an organization that needs to that that is trying to police that. Security needs you to report what you see. Yeah. IT needs you to be honest what you clicked on. Like we just we need to see those things, so that we can stop it from spreading. Like if you did click on a phishing link. Tell some. Whoops! Shit! We've all done it. Right. Nope. There we go. Got the E again. So <laughs> beep beep and um. Then just just report it, and then we can block it and prevent it from going to somebody else. We can, we can control the upstream. Like, just big deal. Yeah. To me, it's no big deal. It's like you do something stupid. You drop the glass in the, in the kitchen. I mean, what's, it's, just, yeah. it's exactly the same to me. And, and by the way, if you, re, if you just told us that you clicked on something or you installed something, we could have just reloaded your computer and isolated it instead of spending the last two hours troubleshooting right. it, wasting mm-hmm. valuable resources. Right. That's when people, I think, IT people get annoyed. Like, why didn't you just tell me what you did? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like to, to piggyback and expand on your analogy of dropping the glass. Um, when you, if you drop a glass and you don't tell anyone and you don't do anything about it, someone's going to step on the glass. Right. And so that's why you clean it up. It's, 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 like you said, it's the exact same thing here. Oh, I clicked on a link. I should have done that. I need to get this taken care of and isolated before I hurt the rest of the organization. You go to the doctor and you just, just tell him why you need the penicillin. He'll probably <laughs> ask you how your weekend was. Like, it's okay. <laughs> he's heard a lot worse. <laughs> like, it's not the worst thing he saw today. Yeah, right. You know? and, but they don't think anything of it. Just like people in security don't think anything of it. Yeah, damn, that was... Yeah, this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Thanks for telling us. We got it. We'll yeah. take it from here. Here's a temporary computer. 
don't do it again, whatever. No. Hey, guy, and then we can send you all email. We saw this email. We blocked the links. If anybody else did anything, please just tell us right. so we can isolate it. Yeah. There should not be shame, but there, but there, there is. People don't want to let somebody down. They don't want to to draw attention to themselves. Right. I don't, know, Adam. You can probably think of other reasons of why people don't report things, but you know that maybe they've, <laughs> maybe they're a little, they're not really performing up to speed lately, and <laughs> right. so they got desperate and they thought that really was a was a purchase order in their right. email. <laughs> I keep clicking on this purchase order. <laughs> Nothing happens. I quote I don't know why. I click on the purchase order and then it wants me to log in Office 365. So I give it my password. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree. I think the more front and center it is, if you normalize the behavior, and like I said, you know, we've seen success with the ideas of um, incentivizing reporting, phishing. I think you're right. If you use that as a backbone you can incentivize people to report even their own mistakes you keep saying incentivize it should just be continue your keep your job like no i mean well, that, <laughs> i i really do caution though i don't want to be on a record of saying i think that you should pay a bounty or whatever for fishing because there's too much of it it's yeah. not scalable and people would just they literally people have nothing to do but but send themselves fishing tests. It will happen. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, it's just the nature of, I've seen it over 20 years of doing this. I've seen it um, too many times. I don't think that incentivizing it that way. I think you're incentivized. No, you need to just tell us because you're a company person and you want to help us out. Yeah. Um, because it's the right thing to do. Just like, honey, I'm really sorry I dropped my wallet with all that cash in it. Like, yeah. I mean, you can cover that up all you want. She's going to find out. <laughs> right. Oh. She's going to find out when it happens. That, that's, that, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, maybe from your perspective, you see, you think incentive, incentives work. I can just see it going to be the negative. I can just see somebody taking advantage of a system like that. But if you worked at Walgreens mm-hmm. and you saw somebody stealing... Do, would you not report that because you weren't getting paid to report thieves? I help them. You help them? Yeah. You say, dude, there's we a gotta, camera. Walk against the wall. Yeah. Keep your blind spot. We got to take the bourgeoisie <laughs> down. No, no, no it's your right. job, right? No, no, yeah, you go. Oh. Do what you do. Right. And your employer's like, oh, man, that was a good person. They can, they can compensate you in the back end. To have a public system like that, I think it's dangerous. Yeah. That's fair. All right, uh, that's a perfect stopping point for us to take a quick break here. Uh, We will be right back. Multi-factor authentication, SIM, crook, firewalls, deep packet inspection, penetration testing, 8021X, application control, IPS, IDS, not PETCHA, content filtering, WPA3. Cybersecurity is complicated. We simplify it. Contact us at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com.
Welcome back. Thank you, thank you for joining us again. Um, John, I want to talk to you about Venmo. Do you know what Venmo is? I, I, I love any app that's tied to a bank account <laughs> that I can send money to random people I don't, I don't necessarily know very well. I am sure that system is buttoned up tight, and there's there's no no issues, no security concerns. I smell sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, this was sort of brought to our attention um, as just as an interesting point to talk about by one of the other people that uh, that work with us. Um, that it's very strange that Venmo keeps like a public log of transactions. So Venmo, for those of you who don't know is a payment app that two individuals can use. You know, hey, you bought dinner last night, I'm gonna, here's my half, um, whatever it is. Uh, this was uh, designed by El, El Chapo, right? I think so. Yeah. Must <laughs> Seems like it could be a drug dealer's app right. here. <laughs> oh, that is most certainly what about <laughs> a quarter of the transactions on that thing are for. Um, uh, anyway, it's, um, but the, it keeps like a, this public log of all transactions. And it's just like you can just click So what's on the somebody. purpose of this log? So the, the purpose of the log, I assume, is to like make it fun. Like you're seeing your friends like, oh, Jimmy sent so-and-so five dollars for coffee and like you can put little emojis and stuff like that in the thing so like they're trying they're trying to make spending money fun okay so like i'm only, only i'm only seeing of. my friends or i'm seeing bill that i've never met i think it's only your friends yeah i don't how do you know who your friends are it's people are that's sent a very deep philosophical question that but i don't know <laughs> if we can get into <laughs> We'll be joined by Dr. Laura. Uh, is, she, uh, is she still around? <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't know if you can. I think it's just anyone like in your, like your contact list. I think it's that's yeah, where it's probably yeah. My contact list from my phone. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. So <laughs> now it it might. I'm not sure if it's linked to Facebook. Probably. It, probably, but yeah, it's probably your contact list okay. or anyone who's on Venmo. On your contact list. Okay. So yeah. it has access to your contacts, which is probably what they're saying they need to do that. Like, like Signal does that. Yeah. Yes. Signal, Signal signals does based that. off of your, uh, your phone number. But your contact list, too, because it'll say, yeah. like, other people you randomly had contact with through business are showing up in your Signal. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think part of the overshare, well, we're just in the oversharing um, phase yeah. right now. And I think that's part of it is just... You get to see your friends, you know, if they went out to eat or if they, you know, if they're hanging out, um, spending money back and forth. Yeah. What, what are they at this taco place for? They said they were, they were busy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. She said she was sick. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Sick, he picked up, he paid half the beer. <laughs> yeah. Every time we go out, it's always on me. He says he forgot his wallet. <laughs> he says he forgot his phone. Um, I, so I see that. I can see why you would need an app like this uh, for illegal activities and all kinds of things. Yeah. So, um, and I imagine like a lot of tutors and um, landscapers, cleaning people, um, barbers, barbers, and barbers, a lot of people who just yeah. deal, who yeah, want yeah, to deal in cash. Yeah. And for many people, what's the difference, right? Here's my debit card or here's cash.
cash, but they don't have the cash, so they don't want to pay the three percent transaction fee right. to run the to run the debit card. So I see that. But the fact that it's public, like who makes it public? Is it the hey, look what I spent money on, or is it you saying here's what John spent money on? I don't think who's choosing. You're not. To, you're not po- I don't think you're posting. I don't. Th- I haven't. Mm-hmm. I've used Venmo like one time, and I was like, this is a this is a nightmare. I'm not doing this. Was it good stuff? Huh? Was it good stuff? Oh yeah, it was the it was the icky, <laughs> and that's what I put in there. There's a tree emoji, and so I just put that for the transaction, um, and then a puff of smoke emoji. It's uh, Christmas, no, it's Christmas. Christmas <laughs> decorations. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas trees on fire. <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was horrible. Um, uh, like just like not. Not that's not the right way to put it. The app itself is fine. Using it was really easy, but once I saw like someone was like, "Oh, just Venmo it to me." So I was like, "All right, fine." I downloaded Venmo and I did the thing, and then I and then I and then I just started seeing transactions going by of people that I know that are in my contact list. That I, like I'm like I, I don't I don't give a crap that you guys went to Denny's. Like I, I don't need like I don't need any of this information. And then I realized that me paying for my illegal drugs got posted on there too, and I didn't. I did not say that I wanted it posted. It was not illegal drugs. Um, I didn't say that I wanted it posted. It just posted it. So I think you're right, though, Felton. I think it's part of this this whole oversharing. You said phase. You think it's a phase? Um, phase may not be the right word, but. Eh. Um, yeah, the era that we're in, I guess you could say. But yeah. Yeah. Not really a thing. I think it's oversharing. I think it, it's, I mean, at some point, there's going to be at least a component of society that's going to be like, I don't, I don't want to. To do this anymore. To do that. I don't, why do I want yeah. my privacy back? Like, mm-hmm. this is getting too creepy. It's too many, mm-hmm. too much. I mean, there has to be pushback from some percentage of society. There will always be a, a look at me part of society. Sure. Like, um, a lot of times people get sick and they want to post that. So I don't need to see you laying in bed <laughs> sick. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you just wanted that attention. You just wanted that. Mm-hmm. You wanted that look at me thing. Mm-hmm. And but the money thing, it sort of confuses me. Uh, I guess why you would want one to let people know you're buying tacos. Yeah. Um, seems like you know it's kind of a bad habit there, buddy. I mean, why don't you tell me? He's, uh, <laughs> John just bought a smoothie at the, yeah. at the, the protein smoothie. Um, but I, I just wonder. I do wonder how long it'll take before people really start the tide starts to shift. And I also just a side story. I wonder how long until there's more regulations around these payment apps where we're paying for stuff in cash. Yeah, that mm-hmm. money is flowing um, that way. I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, they want to have regulation oversight over everything. We're allowing this this uh, cash society to exist, where these yeah. things are. Is this on the blockchain? Is it how this I, works? I don't know. Okay, no I just wondered. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's connected. No, I'm it sounds like a, like when you're seeing transactions, it sounds like as a public, it sounds like it could be, but blockchain technology typically isn't. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, so I, I would have to do more research on this. I didn't prep for this yeah. uh, conversation <laughs> because I don't use the apps. Now, I do know that some of these cash services are, can be tied or recommended through your bank, and I imagine you would get some protections yeah. through your bank. Yeah. 
I will say I do remember one conversation, and it wasn't Venmo. It was another one of these services. What are some of the other names? I, uh, well, I just – so I use the Apple Cash app now. If I have yeah. to use one of those, I just use the Cash app. Well, there's other ones too um, I think that people use. And, I think uh, there are, yeah. Yeah, just ca- there's just Cash app. Um, I think that's it. Is it one that, I want to say there's one that starts with a Z, but I can't remember. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that Venmo and Cash app seem to be the most popular. Okay. Yeah, and so I remember somebody getting real, I, I, I expressed reservations about apps like this in the state of the security and, and that I was concerned that when you tied apps to your bank account and, yeah. and what these startup companies were in, my comments were met by one person in my audience at the time with such anger, <laughs> like <laughs> I had just, I don't know, yeah. really insulted her and I was like well, what do you care if I'm concerned about the security of that app like it's <laughs> right <laughs> you didn't make it I mean yeah, yeah yeah it's not an attack on you and I think we're past that in the technology world where we should be anyway we're past the fact that um, most of the really good companies out there Google Microsoft Facebook will pay bug bounties they say tell us if you find something wrong with our programs our, right. our websites mm-hmm. our apps our phones and we will pay you for bringing that to our attention. So services should be very encouraging of somebody testing their security and hitting it. I mean, from a from it's a very yeah. very hacker perspective. The term hacker is often used in a negative light. We very proudly say that we're a company of hackers here, right. and and hackers can do a lot of good too. And they can do things by that. Let me go see if your solution is any good. I, I went. I had a friend of mine recently had an online store, and I'm like, hey, do you want us to hit that for you? We'll just <laughs> do that as a favor. Yeah. Like, we'll just take a whack at it. Like, yeah. Just to tell you, just to better look, us yeah. than somebody mm-hmm. else, like, we can, we, can, we can just spend a little bit of time hitting it for you real quick. But, like, Venmo, I wonder, I'm sure they might pay that kind of service, or at least I would hope so, and so they may have yeah. people test that kind of thing. But I would think anytime you have a database, the database is tied to usernames and passwords, that's probably not using MFA, that uh, is tied to a bank account, I would hope that security is, a, is a front first and foremost, but then any company that would allow stuff like that to just be posted publicly without you having a say in it, yeah. that concerns me. That means they're not concerned with your privacy. How do they make money, by the way? Is there a transaction fee? There's got to be. Okay. There, there yeah. has to be, right? Yeah. I, well, I know with Cash App, um, you, can, you can immediately download the money. Um, 100% of the money? No. I think they take maybe like 2% or something Okay. Like or you can wait like three days and you can get all of your money. So it depends on how pressed you are for, for the cash. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. Like an immediate withdrawal fee maybe is. Mm-hmm. It would make sense. Now, yeah. I did ask if there was a way to turn off, turn that off. And I don't know if that's something that you can pay for or if that's something that you can actually just go in to the settings and change. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, there needs to be stuff in society that allows me – to say, you know, hey, Felton, here's a 20 bucks for drinks last night. I didn't, I didn't have my wallet on me or whatever. Like that, yeah. that kind of thing needs to exist. That's a good technology. Yeah. Because that's not a taxable transaction. That's not a, that's not, there's yeah. nothing. Right. But when you start dealing with businesses, that's why I get a little, I'm like, they're going to have to look at this. <laughs> they're yeah. going to have to start to look at this as a source of income. Like, because like, if you take credit cards, like through a square or, or uh, any type of credit card transaction company, like, yeah. They're going to give you a statement at the end of the year that says, you know, this is how much you spent. This is how much you, this is how much you received in credit cards. Right. Like, they're filing that with the IRS. So then you can't go and report 
oh, I already had $100,000 in sales. And it's like, well, Square says you, yeah, you had at least $300,000. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, I wonder if, uh, if like Cash App and um, the other one is Zelle. That's Zelle. Zelle. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, you if up. they do have, yeah, I did look it up. Yeah. Um, Money app with a Z. <laughs> I, 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 I said cash app, Z. Like, <laughs> but yeah, um, I wonder if they do send you statements, you know, like cash app, if, if you get a certain, if you reach whatever the threshold is, $5,000 or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. $10,000. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I, I think you, yeah, if you have $100,000 in cash app, I, I think someone's going to come because there's there's like limits like so like let's just say you have like your mom or your your sister or somebody watch your kids and let's say you just pay them 200 bucks a week yeah. well after you pay them a certain amount they're considered a household employee and so you're mm -hmm. technically supposed to get set up as an employer and withhold <laughs> payroll taxes on them yeah because it's income of course nobody does this no <laughs> <laughs> um and so if there's a, a whole app now for this platform I, it's just you're just asking to be regulated mm -hmm. to me you're just asking to be regulated yeah like after you right as Felton said maybe after you reach 5,000 yeah you now got to prove what you're doing yeah it's 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 interesting I mean you know yeah if you're using it if you're using it that way but like it's like I said and, and like we've said before I think that you know that I think it's a good technology I think most of the technologies we talk about are, are good. We just have to have safeguards in place for this kind of stuff. And by the way, I do think Square was started. Um, so there was an easier way for uh, it was started so the dealers could get money through a credit card. You think so? Yeah. Square? Square, yeah. It's founded by the, by the uh, Twitter guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Anyway, yeah, he had, he had like a buddy. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think I read a I read a book about this. Serious? I'm serious. Oh, I'm look up look the story. Up. Like yeah. what, squares or square ups origin, and that's what it was. It was like okay, yeah, there, oh yeah, there needs to be a better way to pay for your. There's gotta be so, a better way. You know, <laughs> There's always because like way. sometimes when you're you know they're really strung out, they can't remember how much money they have. So we take credit cards. Like, well, I also uh, I also think that there's like. Come on, who carries cash anymore? Like, a lot of, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> I got a little bit on me if you guys need to borrow any. $37. For the illegal drugs. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be, the, it'll be legal hooch here in about a half an hour. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, now, one thing that is, um, I won't say what bank I use, but they have a cash app on there through my bank, you know, yeah. that I can use one of the cash apps. So... I'm sure that, yeah. Who, who, who do you bang with? What branch do you frequent? Um, you go to the one. No. What's the name of that street? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I can't think of the name of that street. I go past it all the time. No, it's strictly cash at. <laughs> Speaking of, about in about half an hour, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here for today, I think. Unless, unless you have... Yeah, it was a good talk. I just want to say it is... Uh, this podcast is, you know, backed by JSCM Group, and it's our 20th anniversary today, yes. which is which is where we have to go to buy that legal hooch. <laughs> um, it's why we're going to buy that legal hooch. So, uh, you know, if, if any of you out there are our clients, you know, thank you so much uh, yeah. for everything over the past uh, 
couple of decades. I know uh, we've gone through a lot of changes, but um, um, pretty soon we'll be hiring people that were not born when uh, we started, and that's a uh, that's a pretty cool feeling. We're the Tom Brady of the cybersecurity world. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, on. <none. laughs> Hold but, on. but you did see last night he forgot his fourth down. He, he yeah, did forget yeah, the down. He did not admi- pass, he he's said, not admitting that. No, no, he, no four? No. I mean, <laughs> he just wanted to go four more? Four more? No. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, For real? Last yeah. play of the game, yeah. and he, he, he thought he had another chance. And then, like, no, you, that was it. That was it. Like, no, Off the field, buddy. No, no. Yeah, and they lost by a point. So, oh. But had he known that, he could have done something to probably win the game. Because so. he's known well, for he that. He is like – he, he was. He's getting to a point where He's still the GOAT. He's still. I don't know. It sounds like he, these are early stages that, of dementia. That GOAT has been looking bad. <laughs> no. no. We're keeping that. No. <laughs> All right. You should have never gave me a mic. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't put the genie back in the bottle, so. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, uh, if you want to email us, it is podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that is podcast at jscmgroup.com. Please, if you enjoy the show, please like. Um, you can subscribe. You can leave us a five-star rating. Or just tell a buddy and uh, or a coworker that you think needs to hear this. Um, as always, um, again, if you have any ideas for topics or questions, please email us um, at the email address I mentioned. Thank you all very much, and we'll see you next week.